Welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to remind you that you are in charge of your life. I'll also be interviewing author Melinda J. Kelly, who reviews her book, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within. This book gives you the knowledge of what to look for in finding a coach to help you accomplish all your dreams. For more information about Melinda, please visit melindajkelly.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the previous guest sections in both stores at jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturday at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio, as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology, or simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com. Are you struggling to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long-lasting changes? Then contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well and then we will look at the areas in which you're struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long-lasting changes. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, Work with James. Fill out that form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, Work With James. Fill out that form to get started today. In charge of your life. Many of us love to watch TVs or movies. We get caught up in the plot lines, the character development, or the suspense of what's going to happen next. I always like to think of my life as a movie. Every event is linked together with something more. So each day is like a small little movie. When you think of a plot line, the plot has to be moved along. The characters have to develop and grow in order for the movie to be considered successful. We are no different. The choices we make today move us along in the plot line of self-development, which allows for us to have a culmination of success. Often we don't realize that if we're not proactive in our life, then mediocrity sets in. One thing I like about lifeology, lifeology is a literary term, which basically means the study of life. And in that study of life, it studies every single person. We all have a lesson to learn and a lesson to teach. So when we think of it in that respect, we always have an opportunity for self-development by watching our friends, by asking people for advice, or perhaps just hearing their story. But think of it this way. If five people were to follow you throughout the day, what lessons are you teaching them? When you think of it in that respect, we're all teaching the people around us. And conversely, we're also being taught. But if you're not actively doing something to be true to yourself, to live a successful life, fortunately, the lessons that you're teaching may not be what you think. For example, you could see someone in the car who's so angry and they have so much road rage. And you could think, gosh, I wouldn't want to be like them. Or there's no reason for me to be upset. They taught you a lesson. Or perhaps you are gossiping and someone overhears you 
And they think, goodness, I don't want to be like that person. When you think of it in that way, it's important to be true to yourself. The personal integrity that each one of us have allows for us to realize that perhaps some of our behaviors are not as congruent, or in other words, the same as who we think we are. When you realize that you're in charge of the success of your life, it does cause you to take more responsibility of the actions of the behaviors that you do each day. When you think of your movie like a plot line or character development, there has to be movement. Think back where you were five years ago. What's different then versus now? If you find that there are many similarities, perhaps you didn't have as much self-development as you thought. It's important for each one of us to ask ourselves, what am I learning about myself right this minute? Or what am I learning about myself when I'm at work? Or what am I learning about myself when I'm playing with my children? Those questions immediately allow you to have character development in the plot line of your day. It causes you to reflect, to learn, and then to assimilate what that lesson is so that you can continually grow and develop for the next day, or in other words, the next movie. It's very important that you remember you are in charge of your success. Nobody else is. Unfortunately, some people have had some very difficult times in life. But once again, the lesson is, what am I learning about myself? Do I define my success or do I allow life to define my success? The choice is yours. I wanted to take just a quick moment to thank you all who continually support and listen to James Miller Lifeology. I have been so blessed and honored by your continual support. However, I want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything exciting that's happening over here. So go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Each week, I will send you an email which has all the latest radio episodes, YouTube episodes, magazine articles, and self-help products specifically for you. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and sign up for the free weekly recap. Melinda J. Kelly is an author, speaker, and writer who spent several years wrestling with the challenges in her personal and professional life on her own and resisting the prospect of hiring a coach. But it was once she hired a coach that life got infinitely better. By looking deeply at her own behaviors and beliefs, she recognized what changes she needed to make in order for the coaching relationship to truly be beneficial. In writing her book, Finding Her Coach, Diving Deep Within, Melinda gives her readers the keys to truly opening up to a coach for maximum success and how to find a coach that really fits you and your personality. Welcome to my show, Melinda. Thank you so very much. I'm delighted to be here. I am as well. We had a fantastic talk in the pre-call, so I can't wait to really dive into your amazing book. Now, you originally, that, that was not your career. You were not a coach. What was, give us a little bit of your history before we jump into your book. I had the lovely advantage of joining my family business, mm -hmm. publishing and business counseling, oh. and had, you know, the best thing about being in a family business is you're with family. Yes. A blessing and, and a burden sometimes. the worst thing <laughs> about being in a family business is your family. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we had a wonderful time. We, um, I like to say we were innovative, cutting edge. Mm -hmm. We launched things that had never been thought of. It's amazing. And very delighted to be able to say we had a record and a reputation that was fabulous. Mm. But time and technology comes along. I had to look as I took control of the business. Mm -hmm. Where was it going? Mm -hmm. Because where we had originally been cutting edge with technology, putting things online and in subscriptions and other things, everything was changing. Yeah, it's a completely and different world. That's certainly true. <laughs> what we previously had as private privileged information became publicly available. Mm. So I had to ask myself, 
how did I want to reinvent the business? Yeah. But the bigger question is, did I want to reinvent the business? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, a very hard question. Yes. Just because you're good at something and it's second nature, does that mean you that's what you're going to do your entire mm-hmm. life? Exactly. And I think that's the part because there's it it's almost becomes a comfort to us. It's very comfortable. And as we know, our minds can be very lazy. And the thought of having to learn a new craft or doing something that may not have that financial gain that other things that we are used to, then all of a sudden it's like, well, let me just stay here. And then staying one day leads to staying for a week which then stays staying for a month and then a year. And then pretty soon we're at retirement. And that was my question. Do mm-hmm. I want to just slog through this sure. or do I want to take the time while I have it mm-hmm. and be able to sort of have a new world? And that to me was very interesting because we, I feel don't get to dream anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We, we aren't encouraged to question. The questions get sort of moved out of our lives. It's all about answers. Mm-hmm. And yet the questions can be our best friends. They open up knowledge and wisdom. Mm-hmm. And we get to understand who we are. And sometimes the journey is much more than the destination. Exactly. Anybody who's ever been on a road trip, half of the fun is getting mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. I remember as a child, we would stop at those mystery spots. I don't know if you've ever remembered those, but they'd have the big question mark and they would have these, like the fun homes or the, and these mazes or all these different elements. And I used to love to go to those because you got to learn and it was just obviously different from just being in the car all day, but you were able to just stop and look at that and have fun and run around. And, and my parents just really allowed us to do that, which I think was a great thing, which, but I think it's a great analogy of those aspects, those mystery spots or things that we experience in life along the way. And they become the memories Mm -hmm. and the laughter and the stories that bind us together in the best way. Yes. Because all you have to say is, remember when we stopped by that (laughs) and the laughter starts, which one? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, then how did you make that transition for yourself? Because I know that you were, were really thinking about that, but you were struggling with finding, pulling that trigger, if you will. I had to accept that I'd forgotten how to dream. Mm. That's an important factor. And. It, and it's a scary thing because when we're little, we have a million dreams mm-hmm. and then we get told they can't come true. Yeah. And then people put their expectations on us and we don't want to disappoint them. Yes. And one of the things that I sort of dreamed about was writing. Mm. Oh, okay. And had people said, you know, oh, yes, you should. And then you've got the dual edge. And so I really had to work with someone to get back into dreaming. Mm. And having a dream for me, not for the business or not for family, but a dream that was for me alone. Yes. Yes. That was a fabulous working relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's when you discovered a coach? No. Well, I guess we would say that's when I stepped into a coach. Ah, okay. And then was introduced to a writing coach, which I have to say, I was like, don't you just, you know, put yourself in a room with a pen and a paper and make <laughs> yourself nuts? <laughs> That's what sometimes when people say about psychology or they're like, oh, I do the same thing as you. I, I listen to people all day. And I'm like, well, it's a little bit different, but okay. If you want to say no, that, no, then no. that's fine. <laughs> That, that's very cute of you to think so. I just don't say anything. <laughs> I just nod my head. You're right. You're right. But working with someone who was so nurturing, uh-huh. giving, uh-huh. and I think this is huge. A coach listens to what you tell them. You can say, I want to do this, but then you dance around it a million different ways. Mm-hmm. And they take in what you're really telling them. Mm-hmm. Which might be, yes, you do want to write, 
and it might be, and you have a huge dream and you want to be the next, you know, JK Rowling or Mm -hmm, Stephen mm -hmm, King, mm -hmm. but you may want to just really write something personal and intimate. Sure. But I think, I think the coach really helps people understand the motivation for why they do what they do. When you can Mm -hmm. really understand the motivation for that, it then helps kind of filter away from some of those extraneous type of external rather types of perception. So if, if people are doing this for fame, well, there's many ways to become famous, but it doesn't mean it's really what you need or what you want at the core of who you are. So it's learning how to say, well, then why would you be a writer? What, what is the goal? What's the outcome? What is it you're trying to achieve? And in that, that's when they can kind of map that out for you to figure out, well, is it really writing you really want to do or should do? All the different levels mm-hmm. within. Sure. Everybody certainly. looks for the destination, mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. journey. That's a great point. Yeah. Three, two. So I was absolutely thrilled with that. And then, of course, you go to the next spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy to say that I've been referred to people and they've been very good. Mm-hmm. But every so often you find out everybody else in the room is getting everything, but you're not. Yeah. So as much as we want it to be them, every so often we have to go, it might be me. And that's when I started asking the questions that became this, finding your coach, diving deep within, because I had to ask myself a lot of those things. What was going on with me that I was getting the keys to the kingdom and I couldn't put it in the lock? It's great to hear that you were able to recognize that there's a path as as opposed to just like you said, the destination. So each coach that you've worked with has opened up another door for you to be able to see what's the next step for me. And then that's the, the important part is because every coach has another coach or another person it can open up and give an awakening to that person to then say, okay, this is my skill set. Let me help you with this. And then now you can transition to someone else who that's a different type of skill set. Well, and what I think is so interesting, we have always had our elders that we've gone to mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the name has changed as time has changed. Yes. None of us would think of planning a trip somewhere exotic without doing research. None of us would put go to a new location without looking up the address. None of us think twice about entering something into a GPS. Yes. Yeah, that's a good point. But for our life, somehow we're supposed to white knuckle it. Mm, That's a great point. And we all have a lot of talent, but we also need someone to help us figure out where are we going. Yes, to guide us. Mm -hmm. Sure. Because we have a lot of great ideas. Mm Mm-hmm. But which is the one that we really want to do? Or are we distracting ourselves? Mm -hmm. And we can have a lot of time being busy distracting ourselves and never getting where we want. Exactly. So be it a personal, a professional, a business coach. uh, I mean, there's so many coaches now. There isn't a part of your life you can't have benefit. Yes, exactly. Uh From someone taking the time to say, I hear you. I'm listening. If this is what you want. Let's help you get there. So in your book, Finding Your Coach, you actually talk about some key elements that's really important, some questions to ask for the reader to help them find their specific coach. Can you give us some of those questions? They're similar and subtle, but Mm -hmm. important. One of them is, am I willing to be real? Sure. Not aspirational, not pretending. I had been working with someone who thoroughly enjoyed and was offering a new level of work. And I thought, oh, yes, I want to be on that bus. Let me get on that. (laughs) And everybody was getting a lot of stuff done. 
but I was feeling lost. And what I realized is my aspirational self set up, signed up. I wasn't ready to be there. Ah, interesting. Sure. That's a great point. And had I waited, who knows what it would have been. I learned things, but I wasn't able to implement them. Mm -hmm. So was the time completely lost? No. But did I get all that I could have? Not in the least. Well, what I, the way I hear that is there's an intrinsic reason to make this. You, you're the part of you that says, I am ready versus I'm just going to go because it's what I should do. There's a difference between what I should do type of mentality versus I cannot wait to do this. Mm-hmm. And that aspect, everyone can kind of decide that for themselves. They can think of a time when they were just so excited about something. They may not know what was going to happen, but they knew that there was something that they needed to learn. And I think that's that intrinsic desire to learn as opposed to, I'm not really sure what I'm going to do. Let me just check this out. Mm-hmm. So I had to take it, had to own the responsibility that it wasn't me. It, it was them. It was me. Sorry. <laughs> sure. Because I was going to say the other part that I've had to own is I have a very unruly five-year-old inside. <laughs> I think we all do at times. <laughs> and I never know when she's going to show up. Yeah. And I never know quite what the trigger is. But if I know she's showing up, then I don't knee jerk. And I can sit there and go, I'm mm. being irrational. Mm-hmm. This, is, this isn't about what you're saying. This is a trigger for me. Well, when you think about it, if, if we react in a disproportionate way or just simply overreacting, it really has nothing to do with what's happening. It happens to do with something else that we brought into the conversation or brought into our mind. That's totally irrelevant. Exactly. So why should I roll my eyes when they've said something that is absolutely mm-hmm. dead on? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We've all been in that situation before. <laughs> and one of the really big questions that I don't know that we ask, our, ask ourselves enough is, can I accept the responsibility of wanting to change my life? Mm. It sounds great. It sounds so easy. Well, of course I want to X, Y, and Z. Every January, everyone is going to lose that extra weight, join Mm. the gym, solve world peace, clean out their house, and do three other things. Mm -hmm. And every November, we've started one. Yes. But I think also that fear that sometimes that buy-in doesn't happen because now I am, I am the author of my success. If I say, yes, I'm going to do this. And then historically I haven't, well, that doesn't feel good because I don't want to tell anybody because I'm, I'm the reason why it didn't happen. And so I think sometimes that's why people don't have that intrinsic buy-in because they don't truly believe that they can do it or they're not prepared for it. They don't have enough information to be successful. And with that, people just don't want to make that shift because it's not, uh, they're the ones at the end of the day who's responsible. Do they, do they succeed or not? And with success, we have created this all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And too often, I feel we value success only in financial terms. Yes. The metrics of success are often very different when we truly take a step back or take a stock of our life. Mm-hmm. Financial success is wonderful, but there's, like you said, there's so many elements of success. Well, I can send you an email. It's complete and total communication. That's a tangible form. But I can smile at you and say so much more. Mm-hmm. That's intangible. Yes, yes, that's a good point. And if you've ever worked with a musical, well, of course you have. <laughs> but there is that moment when everyone's there mm-hmm. and it's magic. Yes, yes. And is. you can't explain it. But that is your collaborative success, mm-hmm. a moment in time that you will all remember. 
Yes, yes, it is. But we tend to think, oh, well, you made music. No, there was the process. There was the magic. Yes. (laughs) And there are so, because we think of, well, I have to have hit all my goals. We don't allow ourselves to stumble Mm -hmm. or to have partial starts or to, God forbid, fail. Yes. And failure is just a new route. We Mm -hmm. getting back to the GPS. We wouldn't think twice about finding we we're on a dead end street and backing up. It's a great point. Mm-hmm. Very practical. I actually had someone on my show years ago and we talked about failure as a foundation for success. The way I kind of think of failure, if you will, is it's, it's just, just simply, it can either be a, a stumbling block or it can be a stepping stone. How am I going to use this? What was it? Edison who had what? 6,000 times that he failed with the light bulb? Mm-hmm. Well, quote failed, but he reframed it to say, well, I know how not to make a light bulb 6,000 ways. So I'm going to find that one way to be able to do that. And yet had he stopped it anywhere, you look at everything he did create because his mind went in yes. so many directions. Yes, that's true. So how do you say that he failed when you yes. look at yeah. everything that came along the journey? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the book, Finding Your Coach, what are some of the things that, I guess the biggest takeaway that you'd want your list, the readers to, to take away? That being honest with yourself can be the most exciting journey. That the questions you ask yourself, they empower you. They give you courage. They give you comfort. It's okay to know why you don't like broccoli. Mm-hmm. It's all right to have questions. And too long, we've sort of said, no, it can only be about the answers. Yes. And so there's so many people out there in the coaching world mm-hmm. who are, that can either be their specific niche. Mm-hmm. In other words, they know why people don't eat broccoli as an example, mm-hmm. or they, they can help you in the specific things that you need. They can, some can create, help you create that roadmap and then you move to a different coach mm-hmm. and that different coach can then help you really hone in in this kind of um, convergent type of thinking mm-hmm. to be able to help you figure out what your, the next steps are. And so I think that's a beautiful thing that so many wonderful coaches out there who can help you find those different aspects of your life that maybe you didn't even know about. And the other is by knowing how you communicate, knowing what you bring to any relationship improves every relationship. Yes. Yes. When you're able to be clear on what your hopes and dreams are, everything improves because you're not getting rejected. Mm -hmm. What you've said is clear and clean and people can hear you. And Mm -hmm. suddenly Oh, oh, of course I can help you with that. (laughs) It's true. Is it really? And that's a beautiful thing because like you said, if there's too much clutter, too much noise in one's life, we don't often really know what we're trying to say. And when we don't know what we're trying to say, that leads for ineffective communication. And that's where, so in my field, we have what's called cognitive distortions. Fancy term to basically say thinking errors. So there's 15 common thinking errors. And essentially the way it works is whatever you perceive to be true determines what you feel, determines what you do. So the way the thinking errors works is it skews what we actually, how we perceive a situation. And that skewed perception causes us to have a skewed emotion, which has a skewed or or disproportionate response. So when that happens, and we don't really know what we're trying to say, what we're trying to do in life, we're going to have all these versions of the thinking error come out. And that's why we are unclear. We don't know what's happening. We don't know how to move on in our life. And so that's what I do is what people like you do to help people get really clear with what the motivation is for why they do what they do. And as you say, perception, going back to success, I would love, I want everyone to have everything, (laughs) (laughs) but I want it to be your everything. Yes. I want for each person to have a a sense of what their successes are, but I also want them to be happy and to understand that success and happiness may go hand in hand. 
but they may not. Yes. I've heard it said, and unfortunately, I have to wrap up in a second, oh. but I've once heard it said that God or the universe is more interested in your purpose, not interested in your comfort. And so when we can put that aside, that comfort leads to mediocrity. Comfort leads to this, I'm not going to grow and develop, and that leads to stagnation. And that can lead to a lot of things that cause us not to really reach our highest potential, our highest destiny. So I, one thing I think my listeners should really be aware of is that if you find that you're continually comfortable in your life, you're not growing and developing. And of course, it's important to know that be grateful for what we have. And it's not about materialistic things. It's about the experiential aspect of life to take you to the next level of whatever that may look like for you. Well, there's nothing better than the hug of someone who loves you. <laughs> exactly. That's very <laughs> <really> true. <laughs> well, Melinda, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners would like to find more information about you and to purchase this book, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within, where would they find this information online? They can go to my website, melindajkelly.com. And Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within is available at Amazon. And I would, of course, love to hear your, your listeners' thoughts on happiness, success, and questions. Wonderful. So my listeners also know that I put, will be putting your book, once again, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within, in the stores on both of my websites at jamesmillerlifeology.com and lifeology.tv. If you go to the previous guest section in the stores at both of those websites, you can find the book, Finding Your Coach, Diving Deep Within, from Melinda Kelly, and it will link you directly with Amazon. So Melinda, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest on my show. Oh, so I really do appreciate your time. Thank you for such a lovely, just lovely experience. <laughs> You're very welcome. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.